everybody, welcome to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm Johnny Masato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro and Devin Nakoba. <laughs> Before we begin, we can remind all of our listeners of the ways they can stay in going? touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. Then you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. SoundCloud is what I forgot last time when I didn't uh, have the script. You also just said Apple Podcast, but that's okay. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> And you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. If you'd like to help the show and get more music on the channel, you can go to patreon.com and donate. There you will be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. Now, by the way, if you're, if you're hearing a bunch of noises, that's because Kyle is not with us right now because you're not, you, some of you can't see it because you're just listening. Yeah. Kyle is in the back preparing shots for us uh, in commemoration of our 100th podcast show yes today is our 100th podcast so instead of a guest i thought we would kind of reminisce a little bit maybe talk about topical topics and just uh, enjoy <laughs> enjoy the 100th podcast i can't believe we got we've got this far i can't believe it either actually and we had a, and we had breaks because you had to go away for christmas that's right yeah we did a whole almost a whole year of uh um, um, zoom podcast zoom podcast and yep yep it actually worked out really well Except for when, you know, John forgot to record them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll tell that story today. So, okay. Uh, thank you, Kyle. It's not really a shot. It's something you sip. Oh. It's kind of a big shot. Yeah, it is. This is All right, so what is this? Sochu? Hakutake Shiro Sochu. Okay, we got to ask that Todd. Fast. All right, to the 100. Well, 100. Maybe, uh, what? 25 more, more and then we paw? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we got to ask Taji Komoro, Harry Ladera. They're the um, Shochu brothers. This is good. It tastes like sake. Ooh, it's very good. Oh, that is smooth. Yes. Very nice. I'm not used to drinking that. That's my favorite. Two bought a couple bottles. Okay, we're all sleeping over. If you would like to help the show and get more music on the channel, check <laughs> <laughs> back on donate. There you'll be more involved in the show and help determine who and what it's from. <laughs> The shoji is good, by the way. It is very it good. It is, right? Uh, I'm going to move it from me because otherwise it makes me look like an alcoholic. Thank you to Kupu Kupu Landscaping, one of our sponsors. Create a landscape that's not only good looking, but multifunctional. They can do homes, condos, hotels, commercial buildings. Call Kevin, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. Or you can go to kupukupulandscaping.com. Of course, Fort Ruger Market. You can go there to eat your food. We had I, I had a plate A again. I, I'm going to switch it up next time. Because I've been doing B? the plate A for quite a while now. Why don't you go alphabetically? Why don't you go to the plate B next? Okay, next week I'll do a plate And B. then go C and D and just surprise yourself. Yeah, you did the plate A again too, right? Because mm-hmm. right. my, my wife likes the, um, uh, the luau leaf. So what you do, oh. you just eat everything but the luau leaf and give it to your Pretty wife? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, really? That's really nice of you. Cause she doesn't care about the rest of the stuff. She so I get to eat the rest of the stuff, and she's the little leaf. That's why we're a good pair. Oh, I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's what love is all That's about. That's why when we get tempura, I love getting tempura, the regular one, because I give her all the vegetables, and she gives me a shrimp, and then we're eating. Really? Yeah. Or you know, just give her the tail. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, find Devin Kumu ninety four point seven in the mornings. You can go to highlife eight oh eight dot com. And as we've mentioned, this is our one hundredth episode. Amazing. Woo! That's amazing. 
I can't believe we made it this far, to be honest. Yeah, mm. I can't believe we didn't, um, we didn't get canceled. Did well, get nobody's going to cancel us. We could just keep making them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and I was telling uh, Devin and Kyle, uh, before I got here, I made a list of all the people who have been on the podcast. Are you going to read them all? Lo- no, no, no. Oh, okay. But uh, I thought we would maybe reflect a little bit on some of the guests that we've had on. And then we can Yeah, talk that Nolan him. Hong guy, we hate him. <laughs> yeah, Nolan Hong, probably our worst guest. <laughs> Where is Nolan? Right? Let's get, we should get that guy back on, though. Really? Yeah. Why? I mean, really. <laughs> no, we love Nolan. I, I, I have him on anytime. Kidding, Nolan. Totally kidding. Let's air that kidding. out. Yeah. Actually, if we get him on, I want to have his wife on, too. Okay. Yeah, let's edit yeah. that part, because yeah. I don't want we people to hate on us for hating Nolan. Everybody loves Nolan. They oh, we're joking, Kyle. We're joking, dude. Okay. Would it, do you think anyone would take us seriously if we said we hated somebody? Somebody else? just gonna take a little clip. I hate Nolan Hong, and they're gonna repost that over and over. Oh my and god! Over. And nobody, nobody cares that much, actually. Yeah. <laughs> actually, if anybody were to do that, Jamie, his wife, would do it, and then just play it over and over for him. Yeah. Just to mess with him. No, Nolan's great. Uh, some of the other. Well, we talked about the one that I screwed up. Yeah, so, yeah, Kelly so we'll tell yeah. this story. So this is kind of a behind the no, scenes you thing. Told this, didn't you tell this last week? I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can tell so it again, though. So People been, don't listen. No, 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 no. It's okay. Oh no, we were no. Wait, we were off. We were off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so during the pandemic, which is it still a pandemic? Are we still endemic? Is. Yep, still no, is. No, still pandemic. All right. So There's five thousand something people, bro. No, six thousand. Is it six thousand? Six thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. But wait. Let's be clear here. Maybe somebody can help us out. I'm not want to be controversial or anything like that. No, not at all. But what is the definition of a pandemic? What do you mean? Because I always thought, because I don't know any better, yeah. a pandemic is a disease thing that spreads around that people it's a worldwide die thing. from. Well, people, people are, are dying, dying from it. Not yeah. from this one, though. Yeah, they are. From the Omicron? Yeah, people yeah. are dying. Okay. Not not nearly as much as yeah. Delta, but people are dying. Okay, I was yeah. just wondering when when does it downscale from a pandemic to like something no. less no ominous? When did you color your hair? Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I did last week. <laughs> I bought the salt and pepper color, so I looked natural. Was that what it is? No. Oh, oh, nice. You brush it in. Yeah. Did you miss this side out. on? Did you miss like the size on purpose or no? That's just, That's how just it what is. happened. That's the natural. Really? I feel like you got how does gypped, it know bro. The, the <laughs> they don't call it salt and pepper. Right? How did it? Does it know the difference yeah. from the top of your head versus the side of your I head? I don't know. I'm not a chemist. Did you do it yourself, or your wife had to do it? Myself. Really? Yeah. And you never have like you never have leakage like down the side of your face and no. stuff. No. Wow, that's pretty good, man. At I'm some impressed. point, you guys are gonna have to teach me how to do. It. I mean, I get more oh, no, and more I, white I hair. Go, as, I get, as the I get, I get mine done, dude. I'm not. Oh, really? Yeah, it's professionally done. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm not quite there yet, so. Yeah, dude, you're not there at all. Well, you <laughs> have <laughs> white hair. I do. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. You yeah. know what I'm worried about? Now I get white hair on my eyebrows. Yeah. And I don't know what to do from that. Just use the same coloring for that. Yeah, you can your eyebrows. eyebrows. Just don't leave them on for too long. Yeah. The the worst the worst is looking at yourself in pictures, and it starts to gray out, and then you look like you have no eyebrows. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so you constantly look surprised. Yeah. I looked at a couple of my pictures. I went, ooh, because it looks like I got like two like a patch of eyebrow here, and then a patch of eyebrow here, and, and nothing else. So you're dying your eyebrows. Yep. Interesting. 
that that I don't have an issue with yet. No. Yeah. One huh. one one month. Uh-huh. I want to all of guys to go El Natural. No. Don't shave. Don't color your hair. Don't get Botox. Don't get any type of beauty treatment. And a month, we 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 do a podcast and see how we really look. No. Okay. I mean, I don't think we'll look that different. He's think, not gonna look. That I think different. Devin will look the most different. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, this would be all gray. Yeah. So no, you don't like the gray. Like you could be like a distinguished professor, professor looking. Yeah. Put on glasses. Professorial. Yeah. Mm, no. You see that? No. No. All right. I mean, That's it's okay. up to you. I it's know. overrated, dude. So if you had to freeze yourself at any age <laughs> in time, we're sorry. If you jumped into this podcasting, we're going to talk about serious we're stuff. Gonna talk yeah, about like you're in the wrong podcast. We're sorry. It's the hundred, so we're celebrating and just we're sort just going to talk talking about one, shit yeah. that. <laughs> if we had to, if you had to freeze yourself in the prime time of your life at a certain age, what would it have been? Twenty-three uh, ish. Why? Because I was unemployed. <laughs> Why would you want to freeze yourself unemployed? <laughs> oh, I mean, I thought I'd talk about what you look like. Okay, okay. Yeah. You look the same now. Yeah. You just have... No, no, no. Like- so there was a time that uh, because I was unemployed, my day used to look like this. I, I actually loved... <laughs> if if I didn't ever have to make money, this would be my schedule for my whole life. I'd wake up about 10 o'clock, 10.30 in the morning. And then I would water the grass because I was trying to help my parents keep you know, track of the house. I didn't have yeah, any money, so I was living with my parents. At home, right? yeah. yeah. You had the Pukusha necklace on the whole time? <laughs> Possibly. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then I'd eat lunch okay. at noon. Did your mom make you lunch? Probably. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then I would go to the gym and I'd work out. With what? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I would like do a gig that night or hang out. Or so you're saying that at that age, you're the most buff. Yeah, because I, all I did was Water the grass and work out. When you when you're watering the grass, did you take off your shirt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so you're very the confident. Is the time when you and Beaker looked the most alike? So yeah, probably. <laughs> That's when our paths crossed the most. <laughs> they were crossing the streams. Yeah. So okay. it was. Uh, yeah. So I was so probably our, the most uh, tan. Jason, I was probably Beaker the most buff that I've ever been. Kim. Oh, okay. So I was pretty consistent about it because I had nothing else to do. And you had chicks just left and right. Oh, I was with my wife. Oh, you with your wife for a time. Yep. And she stayed with him even when he had no job. But, and all yeah. he did was water the grass. Well, That's when you knew you had to marry that woman. Because you were like, wow. I, I went, I've applied all, all kind of places. Well, I remember when you went to me and you said you wanted to be a school teacher. Right. He was a school teacher. Yeah. Actually. That's my degree. Yeah. Then he didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. Okay. So 23. 23-ish? Okay. Because I think that's the same year I've started real estate. Okay. No. What about yeah, you? There. I don't know. It was so long ago. I know. I think it would have probably been any of the times that we were doing the shows. Because that's when you were comfortable in your how you looked? Yeah. And it was uh, it was, a, it was just a really good time, man. We all, you know, we all were doing the shows. We were having fun. It was social and and you know uh it was social it was encouraging it was all the things that you hope for when you're kind of living that life he's not talking about what he looks like he's just talking about i know he's talking about his time for his time traveling i'm talking about when you look your best oh i've never looked my best so it doesn't really matter (laughs) (laughs) actually (laughs) if anything it would have probably been i don't know 18 19 years old because at the time i was 
you know, a buck thirty soaking wet. I could eat whatever I wanted and it didn't even matter. I played basketball nonstop. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. active, physically active all the time. So there you, was you no... like basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was not very, I was, uh, I took after John Stockton who went to Gonzaga because I was like, oh, he can't shoot. I'll be like him. <laughs> He's the short guy on the team. So I just, I learned how to play defense. I, I and Again, I, I think I've told this story before. Uh, until I went to Gonzaga, I didn't really know how to play basketball. My senior year, I had a, a, a girlfriend who, was a, who had played basketball for Indiana. Um, and what? Yeah. How tall basketball. is she? She's about my height, maybe a little bit taller. And she played basketball for a college? She played, in yeah, Ohio? in Indiana. And, wow. um she was really good, and uh, um, she, she actually uh, swatted my shot because at the time, I didn't know how to shoot, so I would shoot from here, which is oh, just like, not a, I mean, you know. Well, like when you're a kid. Yeah, but I was not a kid. I mean, I was, I was older, so yeah. I had to, but until I went to Gonzaga, um, and uh, at Gonzaga, uh, the, 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 the place where we played, like intramurals and stuff, or played pickup games, the women's team would come down and play. And I was so bad that one of the women on the team was like, let me show you how to play basketball. <laughs> but it was great because they, they showed me how to set a pick. They showed me how to pass correctly, to shoot correctly, to, um, to play defense correctly. I even learned how to post up, which at five foot five in the land of giants was kind of stupid. Yeah. But I learned how to, I mean, I learned how to defend everywhere on the floor which i didn't know how to do before so i mean it was cool i, I increased my basketball iq Devon is surprisingly athletic and quick twitch muscle fast surprisingly surprisingly very yeah yeah but so, not anymore i was like yeah. That though. yeah yeah i can see that oh he was pretty quick a quick guy i feel like uh you know us, us guys we have good like dexterity so <laughs> coordinated yeah, well, like maybe you guys. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're you're the kind, though, right? You can do both. Yeah, but I can do both good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about your time? What is your? You know, I, I think maybe in high school when I was um, when you look like a rat when I was skinny. Yeah. And then I was kind of like toned because I would lift weights. But you're a punk, though. Yeah, but I'll erase the mullet <laughs> on my head. I think if I erase uh, the mullet, I'll oh, look yeah, a lot mullet. more. Oh, yeah, mullet. Oh, big time mullet. Yeah, I did too. Why? I look like a freak of nature. Yeah. Was that a trend back then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It shouldn't have been. But it looked like a, a skunk dot on your head. Like Billy Ray Cyrus kind mm. of Yes. Wow. Yeah. I had a, yeah, I had a mullet was that was like high. super yeah. high. I was almost like, with my mullet, I was like 5'5". Five five. Yeah. <laughs> and we need all the help we could get. And I had tails and was peroxided with sun in so oh like, oh yeah 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 mine was look. just mine was just really long yeah and and then see I my day was the tail. shaved head with the long bangs oh yeah. oh wow yeah, i think yeah but you know the mullet's coming back yeah unfortunately yeah yeah well speaking of mullets well she didn't i don't know if she had a mullet but <laughs> i just watched don't look up didn't jennifer lawrence kind of have a mullet yeah it was kind of yeah she had a bowl cut dude Ball bowl cut, cut yeah. Oh. By the way, this don't look up since all three of us saw we it. We have to. Just real quick, I, I think um, for me and John, we enjoyed it. Devin, not so much. Yeah, Devin's Devin, not so much up. because it was too much based in reality. Yeah, and I don't know. For me, it was like it doesn't. The people who needed to learn to watch this thing and learn from it and go, oh shit, we really don't want that to happen. They're never gonna watch this thing in a million but years. But see, Devin, 
not everybody watches movies to learn something. Sometimes you just want to be entertained. And it was yeah, an entertaining movie. Yeah, but this movie, movie was not done in the effort to entertain people. It was done with an effort to entertain message. people with this yeah. message. The idea was, right, the, the, uh, the spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down thing. Yeah. Right? But I was watching it going, I, uh, I think your job has got you so pessimistic, man. You got to. No, because I, because I watched Macbeth. Okay. Uh, the verge, the black and white version. Yeah. On Apple Plus, dude, watch that movie. Is oh, it all Shakespeare talk? It is all. It is all Shakespeare language. Ah, but okay. no, but but I can't do that. Yeah, man. Dude, watching watching two actors with the skill of Denzel Washington, Francis McDormand, like do these scenes that are that are classic and that everybody has seen in one form or another. But watching them make sense of the language, like. One of the cool things about Denzel Washington is, uh, you know, and even Francis McDormand, they're they're American, right? But they've been right. classically trained. Yeah. So when you see them speaking sp- Shakespeare uh, or iambic pentameter, they are speaking as we are speaking now. They're just speaking in the iambic pentameter. But because they know what they're saying, <laughs> right? You you understand better what's going on. And a, a lot of Shakespeare, it's. It seems like a lot of language does this, but once you strip away all that stuff, it's all just straightforward. And Macbeth, more than any other show, is very, it's like an action film because it's just straightforward. You jump in, Macbeth is planning, uh, he's planning, he's pissed off because he didn't get to be the king. And his wife goes, hey, you know who's coming over? The king. Maybe we should kill him. Then you can be the king. And he goes... Hmm, I don't know if I want to do that. She goes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And she convinces him. And then they kill him. And then he becomes the king. But then everything starts to unravel because he starts to see things that he shouldn't see. And, and, and one thing goes to another thing, goes to another thing. And each time they do, it, it is, it's like a murder mystery because they do this one, he does this one heinous thing and it leads to this other heinous thing that he's got to do. It leads to another heinous thing that he's got to do. And he and his wife are complicit in it. And you just sit there going, Holy shit! Because it just it just doesn't stop. Does it have subtitles? You can put subtitles on. How, would it would it be a subtitle in English then and translate yeah. the Shakespeare? Well, it is English. No, but it, <laughs> what, what kind of sentence structure would be no, in the subtitles? The, the thing about Shakespeare that people don't realize is it's like uh, it's weird. Well, for me, it was always weird because it takes you that first sort of couple minutes, like as you're watching it, for your brain to process it, and then you start going, oh. Oh, I get it. If you if you pop out like five minutes in, you don't get the full effect of what's happening because the language starts to. I don't know what it is, but your your brain starts to sort of strip away the the shit that no, you don't th- need this, to know. This language was made up by this one dude, right? Well, it's kind of how they spoke, but yeah, a little bit made up. Is there a place you can go visit and everybody speaks that way? I don't think no, so, right? No, I mean unless you go to. The Shakespeare Festival in Hawaii. You know, <laughs> like yeah, that. then everybody will talk. But the, the thing about it is, in order for you to understand Shakespeare correctly or well, it's important to have people who are speaking it who are trained in expressing the language. If they, if you don't have that, they're just talking in the air because they don't know what they're saying. Yeah. But if you have somebody like Denzel Washington, if you have somebody like um, like any of the people that were in this thing, they all know specifically what they're saying. They understand the intent of what Did they're you? saying. Oh, yeah. So when I, you're, I saw you in Hamlet. Yeah. At, no, you saw me in Macbeth. Mac- you saw me in that show. Yeah, I saw you. Oh, yeah, yeah it was Macbeth. Mm-hmm. I saw him in Macbeth. 
Yeah. I didn't listen to him in Macbeth though. I saw him. Macbeth? Yeah. Yeah, Macbeth. Macbeth. That's the Filipino version. Yeah. Macbeth. <laughs> what was that? Was it, was it uh, Kanye Oye or somewhere? I don't know. Yeah, it was Winter Community College. Because he was like, I'm in a show. And I'm like, what? And he goes, Macbeth. And I'm like, oh, I gotta go. Right. Oh, boy. So then I, um, I I saw him, but I had yeah. my Walkman in my ears the whole time. Okay. Because I, I wouldn't understand what he was saying anyway. So you were singing Paradise City? Yeah, probably. Like, probably yeah. Guns and Roses. But the something. fact that he actually went was was a surprise. Yeah, that was nice. that was. I was like, wow, you're actually coming to the show. Yeah, good but on you, Kyle. I, I do you. I do recommend for people if they if they want to because uh, the director Ethan Cohen specifically did the film for people who don't like Shakespeare, who don't watch Shakespeare. It's like us when we did when we did Lisa shows, right? It's that sort of it's that common man sort of approach to the the show so that people who don't like watching that kind of stuff will watch it and go oh oh wow that's kind of cool because yeah. not all of them are going to be like that you get like i i in particular i don't like henry v was done by um uh sir Lawrence olivier right so he did the kind of one of the first versions that everybody knows of henry i believe it's henry v i didn't like it that much I didn't really enjoy it. I couldn't crack the code of what it was. The one that got me to understand it was Kenneth Branagh. But it was because Kenneth Branagh married the the dialogue with the action. And you went, oh, okay. I get it. I understand what's happening in this scene. And you don't necessarily have to yeah. parse out all the language. You know, theater freaks might, might shun me and cancel me for no, saying no, no, this. No. But I have to say that I think the modern day myth bitch experience thing <laughs> yeah. is probably um um that what is um romeo and juliet no hamilton uh, huh? hamilton what do you mean the way they speak in hamilton and rap is a different way of doing things oh yeah, yeah, yeah. in a different totally. kind of language yeah you but know? that's what but that's what Shakespeare was when he first created the thing yeah. people was, were like what the hell is this guy doing and yeah. then right, yeah and it only later on it became this this other world he was the lin-manuel miranda of his day lin-manuel miranda yes what did I say? Manual. <laughs> okay. You guys are all messing with the word. <laughs> anyway, we're sorry. Know. Sorry for the sorry for the digression. Uh, anyway, I, don't look you, up. Yeah, don't look great. up. I, I, good I movie. It. I laughed until I realized that I'm looking at a reflection of modern day. Yeah. And then I felt really sad. Yeah. Because nothing that looked overly exaggerated is far from the truth yeah. anymore. Yeah. You yeah. Know? All of these things and, are and all was, of these things are actually happening. Yeah. And, well, yeah. too, and that's why I kind of liked it because it's uh, oh, it, it gave you more to think about than just oh, is it kind of funny? Yeah, I'll tell you a movie not to see. Okay, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Oh, really? I bought that one. Damn it! You bought it? I did. Okay, well, well, if you've bought it already, I'll tell you this. <laughs> think Ryan Reynolds. Think Samuel yeah. Jackson. Yeah. That's Summer Hayek. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, it is what you think. It it's was Hitman's. Be. It was the Hitman's bodyguard. Yeah, so it's the same movie, just, just with the wife. With the wife in yeah. there, Salma Hayek is uh, is good, although her character does get grating toward mm. the end. I mean, because mm. she's a uh, she's kind of this crazy. Yeah, and it's funny yeah. at first, but after a while, it becomes a little bit too much. <laughs> you go, oh, that's all she is. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's somewhat yeah. one dimensional, but uh, she plays it well. You mm. know, angry uh, Spanish lady. <laughs> but uh yeah what about that uh, spider-man one? Oh, i love spider-man Spider-Man: no way home that was i've seen it three times in the yeah. theater now you see what he you know what he did yeah so 
so I'll, I'll say this for our, our listeners online. I don't know how it is on the mainland, but here in Honolulu, Consolidated Theater will let you rent a theater hmm. privately. So a smaller theater, not the big one, but the small theater, 300 bucks. You can have the whole theater. What about the food, though? Can you bring food? I don't think so. You Wait, buy so... Food. Yeah. So, so you bought the theater? Yeah, because my, my daughter for her birthday wanted to see Spider-Man No Way Home and bring her friends. Oh. And then I saw, oh, okay, we had like 12 or 13 people coming already. It's $12 a ticket. Yeah. So I was like, well, I might as well just get the whole theater and I can invite whoever the heck I want. He didn't invite us. So yeah. uh, we ended up doing that. Well, it's kind of funny because it's her birthday. Yeah, but then you just crashed her birthday. Yeah, party. we start going. Hey, do you think Auntie uh, Karen can come to this thing? You know, <laughs> so we're like asking her if we can invite. Yeah, well, people. it's a big enough theater. You tell yeah, yeah. Don't so know they, her. They, you they, sit over in a corner. Bring a present for for my daughter, and then go sit in the corner. Yeah. yeah. So that's basically what we did. We rented the theater, cool. and it's kind of nice because as you're getting your concessions, they just wait, and then when you're ready, they start the the movie. Nice. But what are the, what is the um, house rules in there? Like, could you have karaoke going on before the movie? <laughs> Or could you no, have like a performance I, going on before the, the movie? I, I don't know. I it's mean, like a, well, for I mean, us, I we just wanted it's like to, a screening. Yeah, so, yeah, it's going to a screening. So you, you gotta party. you gotta just watch the movie. You can't party in there, like just renting out a room. Well, right. I'm sure you could if you wanted to, but I guess maybe I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, the, the bottom line is, Marina? is it's very affordable. Where was it? Like Ward Theater. Coco Marina. Coco Marina. Marina. Yeah, they're not gonna do it at Ward. Ward is too busy. Yeah, oh, interesting, man. So if you do have a party or something, you do want to see a movie. Spider-Man: No Way Home is a great movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you have ten people plus, it makes sense to just get paid for the extra. And that's true because it was for the four of us. It was a hundred bucks. Yeah, to watch but the you movie. know what's disturbing is that they're content with making three hundred bucks a showing in a theater. That is disturbing. That's disturbing right? because well, that's only the, that's literally show, three o'clock. That's only thirty people in a theater. Yeah, but right? you figure the, if he's well, going to yeah, 30. well, but if he's going to a three o'clock show, nobody's there anyway. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. going to watch the movie with two people. Anyway. Maybe the price fluctuates as it goes later into the night then? No, they only have certain times you can do it. It's all during yeah. the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I mean, to me, it was it was quite a deal. It was very easy to do. Like, you mm-hmm. just order it online, and then they, you just book the room. You go there, you show them your uh, ID and your Vax card and stuff, and then they just, you know, just tell you which Corral theater. Everybody you just throw everybody theater. in there. Yeah, yeah, that's just, cool, man. Yeah, it was pretty nice. So that's a good deal. And uh, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home is a good one. So, so John will be paying for the next movie we go see. Well, you know what I saw in a theater <laughs> well, you know one what morning? I, I woke up like 7.30 and went down and watched a UH football game myself. Yeah. That's super cool, you know, in there. Yeah. Air condition. Where? Replay. In a theater. Yeah, theater. Oh. You yeah. can watch a UH football game. Well, speaking of UH football, what do you guys think about the recent news that is broken about the head coach leaving? You guys know more about that than me because I, I, have, I have not been tracking UH football for years. You know, you guys are pretty the way I see it, one or two incidences, okay. But, you know, when it starts getting more reports, then you kind of go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Something's yeah. a concern. Yeah. It's a symptomatic you know? thing. It's yeah, like, and, yeah, and I don't know the full story. I wasn't in those locker rooms and stuff like that. I don't know really what happened. But it's, it's the optics of what it is now. It wouldn't attract anybody anymore to play here. Yeah, he lost the... He lost the, um, the the locker room once you lose the locker yeah. room yeah so i i think yeah. i think it's it, it is a good move i i commend them for resigning i don't yeah. know whether it yeah because be f- he could have stuck it out yeah he had like two more years on his contract you know like, oh, screw you guys i'm yeah. gonna stick it out yeah so you know i commend him for resigning but i i do hope there's a better future 
um, for the candidates that they're talking about, it seems like there's a few front bro, runners. Like everybody keeps talking about June Jones, and I'm like, ah, he left already. He came back on the news saying he would come back. I know, yeah. but he left, and he left for a reason. Yeah, but oh, I think when he left, when he, I don't know how many people do people not recall what it was like when he left and the circumstances he left around, and you know what I mean, like the. Well, what do you? What, what it wasn't what, like we went to a bowl game and then he left, bro. Like the the year <laughs> after, the the team was terrible. Like we, I mean, okay, in, in comparison to Norm Chow, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, but it wasn't at the level that it was supposed to be at. There but, were, and there were, and again, the same stuff. We're having those same rumblings of problems with the program, stuff that he was asking for that he shouldn't have been getting. Da 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 da. You know what I mean? So like I, people, I, people are already complaining about. So it. who would you rather have then? I'd like them to. Try Bill uh, Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all. No, I mean, uh, um, my friend Jamie Wataru actually mentioned a guy. Um, oh gosh, I should look it up and uh, and then I can get the name for you. But like a guy who has an affection for Hawaii, who wants to come back here. I mean, somebody like Rolo, who you know, what I mean, who has who has shown success in the position in the places they were at. Nick Rolovich, who was on our podcast. Yeah, but Nick also doesn't want to get vaccinated, and I mean that's his choice. But if you're not going to get vaccinated, you're not going to get a head coaching job. I, I, he's I, not, he's sticking to sure. his guns yeah. on that one. So yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, who knows what who they're going to choose from now? But they got at least a good bunch of people to choose from. They do. Yeah. Oh, here, oh, yeah. Victor. The guy's name is Victor Santa Cruz. Victor Santa Cruz. Yeah, but I mean, he. Played for Hawaii, loves Hawaii. He's been a college coach for twenty years. He was a head coach. He um, he was at uh, APU, um, which is a D two level school. But I mean, the the thing about Hawaii's football program now is we are almost like a D two school. We don't have the facilities. We don't have the um, the backing from the the crowd. I mean, people bitch and moan about the fact that nobody goes to the games. But they opened up the games. Nobody went. People still didn't go. And I was like, why are you people bitching and moaning? Like, I went to the game. And I I was looking around going, where the hell is everybody? And the, and all the, you know, and then everybody like sit in their chair. I'm sorry, I'm going to get in trouble. But everybody like sit in their chair and bitch and moan about how shitty UH football is doing. And how they should shut down the program. Or how come nobody come out and help? And I'm thinking to myself, if the football program goes down. All the sports goes down. Yeah. Because UH football is the single biggest money maker. Even when they lose money, they make money for the school. Yeah. So shut up about closing down football. We cannot. Huh? How do they make money when they lose money? Because the D1 I'm programs. I'm asking honestly. No, no, no. Because the D1 programs, the football program leads everything. Right? So the only, the only sport that we make money in right now currently is volleyball. Right? But even with... D1 football, even if you don't make money, you still make money because outside people will give you money for sponsorships. We get sponsorship of the field, right? And that money, and because we have this much money sunk into male-dominated sports, right? They have to, by law, balance it out by by funneling it out to the women's teams. Now, the women's teams for volleyball, they don't need help with that. But the basketball team sure does. The men's basketball team does because they don't draw anything either. So it, it's a it's a it's a tough thing to tell people no 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 need let's just not have football because then where do we where do we get our money from 
you you seriously think that everybody's going to take all their money and instead of put it in a football team, they're going to put it into a basketball team? Unless the uh, it's shown over the years that unless the basketball team is winning twenty plus games a year and goes to the dance, nobody gives a shit. And even when they do make it, nobody goes. And I don't understand. I mean, it pisses me off as a fan too. But I enjoy I, anything in the Stan Sheriff Center. Oh yeah, no. It's I mean the it's a good venue, good. but now all they do is serve Very water. You can't even get food. What? Yeah. And that's why, that's why people are, that's why people are also staying away because they're yeah. like, the the whole experience of it is being able to walk around and eat food and hang out with your friends. You can't do any of that stuff in the pandemic. But as far as the football team goes, I I want them to take their time and pick somebody that makes sense for Hawaii. What? Because I, I don't know what I mean. I I thought Todd Graham was going to be okay, and then it turned out just not to be the case in spades. So, I um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and tell you. That if I had to choose out of what I've been hearing, yeah, it would probably be June Jones, and my reasoning is this: yeah, his track record of bringing back a losing program and a program that's just derailed into making it a better program within a short amount of time, like he did with UH and SMU and stuff like that. I think right now we need that, and he knows the formula. He also brings back a ton of ex players and Hawaii people back onto staff mm-hmm. maybe Timmy you know well he's expressed interest in the head yeah. coaching position but then maybe he, maybe he can come in as part of something to be a part of it but to have, eventually get to that head. have June with the with a plan to step out when the program is back up on its feet and give these people below him okay. an opportunity to be that, head coach that I could get behind yeah. that I could understand. that's the only reason why but he's gonna uh, he, how, how old is June Jones he's now? in his what 70s already yeah he's 70 he, he's, he's a, I think he's looking at this as a challenge you know and I think he can do it but when, when he can pass the torch on Later on, when the program is revving, he'll got people under him like Timmy or well, maybe Rolo but or that's whoever. What, but that's take, what happened last time, right? And we had we had McMacken come in. He did okay, and then the whole thing went to shit. And then, yeah, but McMacken and then we was, got like and then we got like five years of shit. But, and I went, oh man. But McMacken was not a top choice. McMacken no. was not also local time. But yeah. McMacken was, you know, somebody out of the blue. We're like, what McMacken? Yeah, you know because what I mean? because June when just bagged yeah and that's the thing like that's that's the part that worries me but you know if you look back on why june went bag was because nobody went fulfill his contract that he was waiting for be fulfilled it was just a matter of signing something and nothing ever got done and then he dug out Mm. you know what i mean i don't know like if if that's the case then you stick it out and you to me if if you go make that commitment to the people here then you stick to that commitment and you yeah. see it. Well, through. correct me if That's I'm wrong. The, what, before they hired, um, I don't know if it was before they hired Roller, was it before they hired this um, Graham? Graham. Hmm. Didn't June volunteer to coach for free? Come back and coach There's for free? There was a rumor about that, but that wasn't actually. Yeah. I don't think that was anything. You know, I read his book. Yeah. And I know his heart is in Hawaii. And this is what he considers home. Hmm. And if he's reaching the twilight of his career and wants what, to go out with a bang, this is an opportunity for everybody. Well, to he hasn't been doing that. anything. Like he hasn't been working anywhere. No, he's, he's Canadian football, right? I don't know. I think hmm. so. You know, hmm. I'm not, I could be wrong. Some sportscaster right now is listening to us and going, "Brother, shut up, sorry. already." Sorry, Rob DeMello. I don't know. Apologize. Yeah, Rob is like, "Bro, yeah, Rob is like, shut, shut up, already." Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're just—I'm just a fan. And no, I, no. And I, I mean, I think know. I think all three of us are fans of the UH program. We want it to do yeah. well, and yeah. that's why that's why yeah. it pains me because I don't 
I mean, I went to Gonzaga. I don't have a football team. I don't have a college football team. The only college football team I know is is UH. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I want the program to succeed. But, dude, I went and sat in the stands at the last game and said, why the fuck are we in here and you guys don't have a scoreboard up? Why don't we have speakers that play stuff so that people can hear it? Why is it only in one corner? Why do we only have one screen? Like, what did you guys who who designed all this well, shit? Well, they like, also who, rushed to get it done before well, I know, the season. No, I understand the new stadium. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I understand I understand rushing, but there's basic shit. There's basic shit that anybody who sits down at a high school game would say, "Hey, I'm going to be no more that." Yeah, but I, I think what it came down to and I correct me if I'm wrong, it could be one of the two choices. We get a shit stadium to play a season through. Or we don't get the stadium ready in time, and we don't get any season to play, which would kick us out of our our, our division, or even have no. But like we went up, but we the, my thing is, I, I get it. If you sit down at the beginning of it, oh shit, we forgot this, we forgot. Then fix it, then fix it. Don't sit there and go, wow, that's good enough. Because dude, the way you know, like real is going, we're gonna be sitting with this this makeshift thing. For like 10 years before we get an actual, I mean, before we get an actual stadium. So there's no point to me. There's no point in not going all out and making it look good. Get, get the sponsors to put up for like three more speakers. Get the sponsors to put up for a scoreboard that actually keeps score. So you're not looking down on the field going, where are we at down in distance? What's happening? Yeah, I know. Where, you're, where? T- you're, you're talking about how hard it is to be there physically and watch a game. Well, yeah. it's Because if you want yeah. people to go, you have to make the experience pleasant for them. Yeah. So that they're not going, oh, my ass really hurts sitting on this metal bench well, I, I for think like the, four hours. The bro. biggest thing is what you're talking about right now. It goes across with any Hawaii sports is right now. You can't get food in an arena. Mm-hmm. Where it be a where mm-hmm. be um, a volleyball game or a football game? Yeah, you, you know what my thing was. And high school sports, you can't even yeah. be there. So, yeah. oh well, Kusumoto is actually. Um, I just saw him yesterday. We were hanging out yesterday. Mm-hmm. So for wrestling, they stopped spectators again. Yep. You know, ILH no, all wrestling. Of them. All of them. So yeah. he's been live streaming the wrestling stuff, but he's you know, he did it for free. But at a certain point, there's costs involved, right? Oh, yeah. Time and equipment. Yeah. He's borrowing all my stuff, you know. So um, he's trying to find. So if anybody out there is wants to sponsor, uh, it's cool wrestling. Stream, yeah, yeah, wrestling. You know, then he's he's trying to drum up some funds so he can fund this thing because that's where it's yeah. all going now. Okay. But that's I mean that's uh, for me that's where the UH program stands. I I want them to get somebody who wants to be here. I mean, if June is the if June is the pick, that's fine. If he makes the most sense and his exit plan, he's going to stick to. I'm cool with it because I, I think what you're saying is is valid. If he's planning to come in, do his system. The, the only part part for me about his system is that it's run and shoot. And run and shoot is is a gimmicky system. And when you come down when it comes down to the pro game, it's hard to get these kids ready to play a pro game. Although, you know, I mean we they did create some pros, but you want them to nowadays the the program is very different. You know, and getting them ready for that is important, and that's what the these guys, these kids are going to look for. Because if they're not going to play at, at a field where you know there's like fifty thousand people watching, they want to play where there's a possibility that they're going to either get an education that they don't have to pay for, or they're going to be able to play in the next level, or at least get a chance to go to the. Well, next you got to look at like what June produced too. There are a lot of players in NFL that did really well. You know, you think Chad Owens. 
you know, well, he, well, he Chad went to the really well afterwards yeah, and did well, yeah. you know. But that's because, but that's because Canada has a wide open style. I mean, the the field, yeah. the field is such that. But then even our receivers him, played, got to the NFL, you know. So I mean, there there were everybody had had potential to that era, mm. you know. Even if it was a run and shoot kind of kind of thing, mm. they still produced really top athletes. I mean, a lot of athletes from that that era went to NFL and other professional um, leagues, you know. Mm. But. We'll wait and see. I ex- I'm hoping for Christmas in June, <laughs> but I don't know if it's going to happen. I just I I don't know. I you just know. don't want June Jones to be the be all end all of this search. I want them to pick somebody that they feel is going to stick with this program for the duration. We do. Yeah. We haven't had a coach un- until we had like Rolo, and even Rolo didn't stick around that long. You know what I mean? But he actually built something that we could be proud of. And yeah. I mean, granted, you were on the ground floor of it, so you kind of saw it happening, right? Yeah. Um, and we talked to Rolo and we, we understood his heart about the thing so um, we need to get that we need to get that and we need to make it so these guys stick around because as soon as they get good they're just stolen by Wazoo for like 5 million dollars a year and I, I don't know how we compete with that at all yeah yeah. So, that's just sad um, yeah. yeah I'm all for it for him to get back on the rail mm. and once he's <laughs> back on the rail then pass pass, pass it to the next person uh-huh. to take over I'm all for that. Mm. I think guys, I think we need a guy to get it back on track. Mm. Do you guys want to hear my my volleyball game that I do? Okay. When I go to volleyball games, Stan Sheriff Center. Your volleyball game that you do? I do a game in the volleyball game. Okay. 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 Oh boy. So every game, because I got five games, right? Maybe total. Yeah. I gotta get something from the concession stand and eat it. So like I'll get a Simon. Okay. Then eat that. Then the second game, I'll go get a hot dog. Okay. Then dip in dots. Okay. Hopefully, they're done by three. What if they go to five, though? They go to five. I got to get something else. Another Simon. Another Simon or... Garlic fry. Be garlic fries. Are you talking about the women's game? Either one. Okay. Men or women's. Okay. So that's my personal game that I play Mm. during the volleyball That's not a game. That's just eating. Yeah. That's That's what Devin does all the time. Churro. Maybe a churro. Yeah, they got yeah, the churros. Yeah, yeah. no, like a real a real game would be you eat something of substance because if you eat a churro, but you can punish that thing easy. That you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's kind of cheating, bro. It depends on how hard I, I want to challenge myself that day. <laughs> but yeah, every game how that weird it goes, it, dude, how, I gotta eat something. How weird is it to go to Stan Sheriff Center right right now during a yeah. packed house volleyball game championship and not smell garlic fries in the arena? I know. Because nobody's serving Dude, food. Dude, it was weird. I, I, I admit, it was That's weird. weird. Imagine Stan game, Sheriff. Close your eyes and imagine Stan Sheriff without the smell of garlic fries. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible. I walked, around, I walked around my water bottle and was just like, wow, this is really strange. Yeah, man. It's really strange. People just sneaking <laughs> in zip packs and stuff. No, what it was is, what it was is people eating in the parking lot. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So people were having a picnic in the parking lot. I'm not supposed to do that either, but didn't have a choice, right? Yeah. So, well, in your guys' opinion. Yes. Okay. When do you think we'll go back to what we used to deem normal as far as being spectators in sports and in events in Hawaii? Um, because let's 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 face it, the mainland is game over already yeah, for them. They're, they're doing yeah, everything and anything back to yeah. normal already as far as football games and baseball games and all this kind of stuff, and they're serving food and everybody is a free fall over there. When will this change in the climate of Hawaii? Will we miss another football season? As yeah, far probably. As being, you think so? Everything here moves so slowly. Even Um, if they decided tomorrow that it's okay, it's going to take a long time for it to work its way through, you know, Mm -hmm. the bureaucracy. For me, I think it's going to be 
once our uh, once our hospitalizations start going down again, you know, uh, only because we're uh, we're so isolated from everybody that we can't we can't afford to be um, at a place where we would have to send people away because there is nowhere to send them away to. Yeah, you know what I mean. If we overload, like Queens shutting down, or you know, I mean, if if those places, if the if the hospitals can't take patients, we're screwed. Because if you have a heart condition, don't expect then don't expect to be in a hospital anytime soon. So you're just going to sit in a corner and die. And I mean, I don't think our, uh, I don't know, I, I just don't think it would be a, a responsible thing to do on behalf of the, people who are living here. But I, I think the climate's also going to change too, since they're going to pass this thing where you need to be boosted to come here and travel. Mm. Ch- you know, Wait, that's interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. But I don't know because now everybody's here, man. <laughs> I know. It's crazy how many people are here. You yeah. go down to uh, yeah, like Kakako or Waikiki and stuff. It's just like oh, packed. It's packed. Nobody's wearing a mask. Everybody's just yeah. kind of doing what. They I was like in the Lanai this past weekend. How was that? There are tourists there. Yeah. I mean, like tourist tourists, not local yeah. guys just hopping over the island. Yeah. Not like tourists from the mainland. Well, I, I'm tourists. curious uh, to hear from our mainland people. Mm. But there was an article today talking about uh, the city raising fees on all the parks and everything for yeah. tourists specifically, yeah. you know. And what's crazy is, uh, I think I talked about this on the last podcast, but I'm going to be flying to the Big Island next month Oh, for a gig. And um, they ended up getting us a, a hotel room. So, oh, But I, I was going to book it myself and I was looking online. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, it's a thousand dollars a night yeah. for a hotel right. room. Like, how do people afford to come here? Like, I don't even. I mean, the flight is probably you know a few hundred bucks, and you're paying a thousand dollars a night, and then you're paying two hundred, three hundred dollars a day for for car. And now they're gonna jack up the prices on all that mm-hmm. the tourist stuff. Um, I, yeah, how do people do it? I really don't understand. I mean, like, do they just come here? Like, do they save for years and do yeah. this once every they five save, years? Or they something? save for years and they come here, and then for a while mm-hmm. there, it was cheap to come here. So that's why they would just say, "Oh, well, now we can go." The problem yeah. is that when you have those people, sometimes those people aren't the best people to have here because they oh, either, came here, like, the, when, they either was, come here on the cheap or they come here and say, "Well, we spent all this fucking money." We're gonna get our we're gonna get our money's worth, and then they act like assholes, and we're like, dude. No, but you also get the flip side. If it's a thousand dollars a room, you got some rich dude going, I can do with that. There's that too, yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, then they just come here and spend money. Yeah. Is, which there, there, is there enough people? I, I, it's hard for me to believe that there's enough people that could, I could not afford a thousand dollars a night. I don't think any of us could, but no, we, not us. There we're are talking about the rich that, people. That yeah, we're talking about the rich people like, who come here. Yeah, especially true. when they, when they think they're escaping something worse. Mm. to come here up to be safer you know yeah. that's that's responsible traveling in their in their eyes oh one funny oh not really funny but one interesting thing that happened at our office was we uh so we're having guys being flown in to work on some of the boards because we did the move right yeah so the guy uh the guy who worked for the company who's flying over uh he flies over lands when he lands they find out that he did not do his test in an approved facility mm. or an approved okay. place. Okay. So they put him back on a plane? Or something? Yeah. Wow. So you had to get on a plane, fly to Phoenix or wherever, take a test that needs to be negative, and then he gets to fly here. And we were like, okay, you flew here already Yeah. in that big tube. Can't we just give them a test here? Exactly. Nope, cannot. That's dumb. 
That's part of the. That's that part so of the. What about all the innocent people that have to go fly back with their? Well, now? exactly. So that's the part um, we might need to ask our uh, government officials about because that just seems really strange. Like if they made it here already, why not just test them here? And yeah, and if there's positive, quarantine them. Yeah, yeah. So now he's quarantined until he can leave. He's quarantined in a, in a hotel room with the thing where you you know you you clock in and mm-hmm. then that's it. It, it, uh, we had a friend visit from Japan mm. so he came here to visit did his vacation flew back 14 day quarantine hotel and the room is like 200 square feet it's yeah. tiny it's and he's insane, there for 14 dude. days and I was like what are you gonna do he's like well I got work I gotta do and stuff like that but it's like I can't even imagine man you, and they bring you your meals Yeah. so you don't yeah. ever leave that room you're, you're in prison Yeah. no you cannot because the, the card key is only one time in and that's yeah. it Oh yeah, that's I what I meant. Yeah. Like you, you beep yourself in, the door closes behind you, and if you open that door for any reason, you can't get back in. That's nuts. Yeah, you know what I always tripped out on ah. was our freaking vaccination card. Mm. If I was a criminal, I could full on make money off of people are actually. Yeah. yeah, but you think about how hard it is. Is that your car? I don't know. Somebody's car. That ain't my car. You want to take a break and check? Yeah, I'm going to take it. Actually, we do need to break. Thank you to everybody for making this our 100th episode. (laughs) We're going to go into our Patreon section. (laughs) We've got to give them another five minutes. What I want to do is talk about some of the guests that we've had on in our Patreon section. So we're going to do that then. Well, thank you for listening. It was Devin's car. It was Devin's car. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next week with a new guest and episode 101. Thanks, you guys. Take care.